Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your book. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, Vice President of the Author Incubator, Jen McRobbie. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio. Every week here, we speak to accomplished authors who've gone from just having an idea for a book to a finished book ready to make a difference in the world. Our goal is for you to walk away inspired and motivated to write your own book. And I am super excited to introduce you to today's two-time author, Kathleen Harper. She's written two books with us, um, The Well-Crafted Mom, which um, some of you may find to be uh, very important now as we're heading fully into the holiday season. And the second book she wrote, um, she wrote in conjunction with her husband, and it's called Happy Baby Signs. So can't wait to talk to her about that. And welcome, Kathleen. Thank you. I'm excited to be here with you. Uh, so glad that you could join me before the holidays and you're not um, crafting your, your mind away before Christmas There's comes, right? There's a little right? bit of that going on, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now is the time when the inner crafter in all of us comes out, though, right? <laughs> it is so true. It is so true. My husband's like, are we going to get the dining room table back? And I go, soon. Yes, soon. <laughs> soon. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Well, I always ask um, our guests to tell our listeners what their book is about and who it's for. So if you could tell everybody that about each of your books, that would be amazing. Sure. Um, My first book, which is The Well-Crafted Mom, is about, about how to manage all of the messiness of motherhood and come out the other side feeling like who you want to be. I mean, motherhood really changes us. I think it's the most dramatic experience that a woman can go through. And um, what I hope to do with my book is to help moms navigate their way through that journey. Uh, And I also combine some crafts because that's really what helped me get back to who I was, Um, uh, you know, because I feel like I had lost myself. And I think a lot of moms, they go through that same process. And so my book oh, yeah. combines my story, it combines um, self-coaching tools, and it integrates crafts with the coaching tools so that women can create a memento, something that they can use to remind themselves of what, the, what they're supposed to be learning or what they really want to take away from each chapter. Mm. And my second book, Signs of a Happy Baby, uh, I wrote it in conjunction with my husband, um, who owns a company that brings baby sign language to families throughout the San Francisco Bay Area and online. And it is for parents of primarily young children, babies, but also older kids um, to help them learn how to integrate sign language into their families. Because baby sign language is such an amazing tool to learn what's going on on the inside for babies who are preverbal. Uh, yes. Babies can start to sign and, and be able to communicate their wants and their needs long before they can ever 
verbalize them. And so it's this beautiful window into what excites them and what they're interested in and what they want so that it cuts back on temper tantrums. It, um, it just opens up this wealth of information about your child. Like you, all these things you would never know without this tool of baby sign language. Yes, and, you know, I used um, baby sign language more extensively with my first daughter than with my second, and I cannot underscore for anyone listening enough how important it was for us as a family to be able to communicate before my children had words. Yeah, it it, it is it, amazing. It is simply amazing that it... it really adds to that amazing feeling of being a parent when you can communicate with your child even before they can form full sentences, doesn't it? Yeah, it it is. And there's been research studies that have shown that babies understand what words mean as early as six months old. You know, they'll show a picture of an apple and a picture of a hand, and they'll say the word apple, and the baby will look at the picture of the apple. And so for all of that that's going on inside their heads with no way to really communicate it other than grunting or pointing or crying. Right. And, there's, and it helps so much to be able to know. And then it really benefits them long term because they, they understand how language works. And so when yes. they do start to verbalize with um, spoken words how to, uh, what it is that they want or what it is that they're thinking about, the words come to, spoken words come together so much faster. Yes, yes. It is, it is such a worthwhile, and it's a great way, honestly, to just spend time with your children. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and, you're both yeah, learning it's, something. It's fun. <laughs> right, right. It is. It's, it's a blast, and we still do it. My kids are now 12 and 14, and we're still signing. You know, it's great when they're far away. Really? That's great. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's, still, it's still fun. Um, and you know, Bill and the kids sign a whole lot more than I do. So Bill will sign something and say, translate for mommy. <laughs> and he'll just start <laughs> signing and the kids are like, dad wants you to know. <laughs> so nice. it, it, it continues to be fun. Well, Kathleen, what motivated you to write The Well-Crafted Mom in the first place? I... Um, the, what, what I wrote about in The Well-Crafted Mom is the work that I do with my clients. And that mm. really originated from what I felt like I needed and I missed out on having when I was a mom of young kids and feeling so isolated and lonely and feeling like I was the only one out there who was struggling. Because everyone else mm-hmm. was wearing stuff. It just seemed like everyone, all these other moms had it all together. And what I realized in my work with moms is that um, it, that people don't. They're just really good at hiding it. And mm-hmm. so what I wanted to do is create this place, this safe place for moms to, to understand that they're not alone, to really be able to, to feel like they were part of a community and give them the resources and the tools for moving forward. And there was only, there's only so much I can do with my work, you know, individually and in my groups mm-hmm. with moms. And so the book allowed me to extend, you know, this, this community uh, further out into, uh, into the world. That's amazing. And since you were doing this sort of every day or, or as your job, your love, 
Um, did you find that you had almost too much material for your book? In some ways, yes. I really had to be very clear about how to how I was going to break it down, how I was going yeah. to organize it so that it, it made sense and it also had a flow of the process that moms go through. I mean, there's a um, each of the titles uh, creates an acronym of rest, craft, and fly. So I really feel like that's, uh, that's the process that we have to go through is to really is to rest so that we have the energy so that we can create the life that we want to have. And then, then we're really able to fly. That's, that's amazing. Did you envision the book completed before you started it? Yes. I, I, it was kind of hard because, you know, <laughs> I, I'd always wanted to write a book, but I'd started and stopped or had ideas and it mm-hmm. never went anywhere. There was always <laughs> something else. Right? There's always something else that demands your time. And yes. so I, I mean, I was nervous because, like, how am I going to do this? And the fact that my editor, Grace, and Angela both had so much confidence in me that I was yeah. going to finish, they really didn't hold any space for me not to be able to, gave me the freedom, really, to be able to imagine the book as a book. It, it, Holding it in my hands as a paperback, I don't. There's, it's like holding a baby, right, for the first time. Right. right? Like, oh my gosh, here's my baby. Um, I made so, this. Yeah, I made this. I know, I made this. That's amazing, and you're so right that that idea that when you're surrounded by people that are holding space for nothing other than your success, you then begin to hold that same space for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that to me was really key. I, I had I didn't really understand how the group process worked until I was in it. And mm. once I was in it, then I really recognized the power of it. Uh because yeah. there were questions that I didn't even wasn't even able to articulate that somebody would ask on a call or bring up in the Facebook group. And so it gave me like this this bigger picture of what I could do, and it gave me a framework that I could really rely on that uh, that was instrumental for me being able to finish my book. Uh, I'm so glad to hear that because I know a lot of people when they're looking at working, working with the author incubator and Angela, they're um, maybe a little off-put by the group idea because they're concerned they're not going to get enough individual attention but what you're saying is you got that attention almost in spades yeah it it was it really worked for me and I'm not necessarily a joiner I mean I tend Uh, to be someone who I'm an introvert right so I get my energy when I'm alone and so I was delightfully surprised that how at how well it worked for me just really 100% just being able to rely on the other authors to be able to, I mean, I never felt like I wasn't getting what I needed. I always had access to my editor. Angela was always available for questions um, in the group. And it was great because I'd ask a question and, or someone else would ask a question. And there was, there's always answers for what I needed at that moment. I love that. What's the best thing that's come out of having the well-crafted mom as a book? Uh, I think what it, it's given me is credibility 
Mm. Immediately, once you become an author, your people go, "Oh my God, you wrote a book!" Because <laughs> I think so many people want to write a book, and right. so it it puts you in this category of like, "Oh, I've oh," and people always say that, you know, "I, I always wanted to write a book." And so, <laughs> why it, don't and you? The credibility. I know. Why don't you? Here, Angela's, you know, <laughs> website. Go look it up. It's great. Uh, Yeah, so it it gave me that immediate credibility, um, which opens up a lot of doors. Yeah. Did it change the focus of your your work at all, or are you still doing, um, you know, sort of teaching moms in this group environment how to get back in touch with themselves post-having children? It That's the work that I love to do is really combining the coaching and the craft. In a group mm-hmm. situation, I also do one-on-one work as well. But in a group situation, it's the same as, you know, working in the group with Angela. There's things that come up that yeah. wouldn't normally be brought to the surface. And having that safe space for moms to be able to talk about the things that they can't talk about anywhere else because they're embarrassed or ashamed or they think they should know all this. But to hear a story from a brave mom who says, you know, this is really hard. And another right. mom goes, oh, my God, you're right. It really is. It's yeah, and I'm not alone. <laughs> I know. I'm not alone. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's really amazing. Oh, it sounds like such rewarding work. And I'm so glad that you're bringing it to the world because I know when I was a new mom in particular, it really is, you know, being a new parent can be quite isolating. Yeah, it really is. Especially like if you if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're really enclosed in this environment and then if you're working, there's no time for anything else except right. for work and baby and work and baby. And right. so having a place, having someone who gets it can be can be life-changing. It, you're you're so right and I I encourage anyone listening to uh, look up thewellcraftedmom.com. Not only is it an amazing book, but Kathleen just gives you um, clues and tips on on how to sort of find yourself again um, amidst this new title of mom. Maybe it's not a new yeah. title. Maybe you're you know reinventing yourself. Um, but how did was is there any connection to finishing? The Well-Crafted Mom, and then you and your husband, Bill, writing Signs of a Happy Baby together? Yeah, it it was, um, my husband had always wanted to write a book, and Mm -hmm. he had talked about us collaborating, and I was always really nervous about that, because (laughs) it is hard to work with your partner, really hard. And, but I had this opportunity to write another book and basically he pitched me, you know, he said, so I really think this would be great if we did this book together. And I thought about it and it was, I mean, it was truly an amazing experience. It was one of the most challenging experiences I have had, but it was really amazing for the two of us and to be able to bring, to be able to bring that to life. It was like our third child. Um, you know, we look at the cover with this beautiful baby on the cover, and we're like, okay, that's right. our little girl. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you all have to check out the cover because it probably, I mean, it has to be considered the cutest cover we've ever made. I mean, yeah. I don't know. That, that baby's face is just 
way too precious. She is so precious. I was originally thinking it was a boy until we got Angela gives all of the authors, you know, that um, mounted cover, you know, it's just beautiful yes. cover. And it was bigger than we had seen it. And Bill's like, oh, it's a girl, because you could see little <laughs> earrings in her ears. Oh, like, no idea. Yeah, it was really sweet. So you guys had a girl. It's so great. <laughs> Finally got our girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what was different about writing a book on your own versus collaborating on a book with your husband? Well, it, it was very different because when I'm working on the book on my own, I am responsible. I am where mm. the book stops and. And so when I set deadlines, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a recovering perfectionist, so I set deadlines and I meet them, right? This is, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no wiggle room for me. And, you know, my husband and I are, we're very different in our, mm. in our pace. I mean, even when we walk together, we're very different. Like I walk really fast and he, he's like, where are you going? Why are you, why are you rushing? <laughs> and, and that really came to light when we were writing the book too, is that he's like, the speed, the pace was hard for him because he uh-huh. likes to process things at a much different pace than I do. And yes. so we both had to give and take in a completely different way to make this happen. Um, he had to go out of his comfort zone and, and really allow things to move along at a quicker pace. And I had to go out of my comfort zone and be okay with the fact that we weren't making our deadlines all the time and Mm -hmm. that had to be missed deadlines had to be okay because that's what was happening. You know, you were missing deadlines. And so how do I stay calm in the midst of things that were definitely not the way that I wanted them to go? And, you know, how, how do we stay together? Right. You know, it's like, do you want to stay mad or do you want to stay married? Like, do you, you always have a choice? And so we, uh, we really learned a lot from that experience, quite a bit. And um, it made us stronger. It really did. Um, uh-huh. And so to have, you know, and all the experiences we had together, you know, writing the book and now marketing the book, it, it's, um, it's, been, it's been amazing. And to be able to give him, to help him make that dream come true for him was, um, was, was beautiful. It was, it was just a great experience for me. Oh, that's incredible, Kathleen. I I never really thought about it as, you know, something. Well, I mean, I realized, I think, when, when I knew you all were writing the book together that it would be a bonding moment. But to be able to say that it was, you know, you got to participate in that together, that yeah. sounds like such a wonderful bonding. And, you know, it's something that not every couple has. Yeah, yeah, you know, and there was like all the experiences along the way. I mean, it was writing the book, it was figuring out what was going to go in it. It was our conversations right. with Angela and the editor. You know, it was a photo shoot. You know that that it just should have been spread <laughs> out over many days, and it was done in one. You know, um, and and then the launch of the book in D.C., which was an amazing experience. So it 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 really was. I mean, it was something that we will always uh, treasure. Definitely. Oh, I, that's that's so fantastic. I, how did your kids react? I, I mean, they knew, obviously, you wrote your first book, 
And Mm -hmm. then when you two were working on a book together, were they upset? Did they feel neglected? Were they happy you weren't around? How did they respond? My my children, like when the book, both times when my book, when I'm like, okay, I submitted the manuscript, we're going to have more time together, we're going to get to go on hikes again, like their faces just like, they got sad. I'm like, what's wrong? Like, what is, what? and they're like, well, you're going to be paying more attention to how much time you spend on electronics now. <laughs> and I'm like, because <laughs> they're delighted, the busier we are, you know, the more like easygoing we are in terms of, you know, how much time are they on electronics and the rules get shifted. Yeah, I won't, I, I'll never forget with my first book, you know, my, my son announced one evening, like I've been wearing the same clothes for three days. And he was just <laughs> delighted by that. He hadn't bathed, he hadn't changed his underpants. And I'm like, oh, I am the worst mother in the world. Right? <laughs> but, he was so happy. Like it just, he was like, "I'm I'm getting away with something. This is really fun." So my husband, you know, my and husband I, and I like to call it wholesome neglect, Kathleen. We call it wholesome <laughs> neglect. <laughs> That's a really good term. It is. They 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 know we're there, right? And we are of there, course. still picking him up. We haven't forgotten him at school. But, um, <laughs> you know, they we know where they are, and uh, and we're feeding them. But it does get a little bit, um, you know, it's, it's that recovering perfectionist, right? You know, if, right. Buy, if everything's important, nothing is. So where, and the priorities always have to shift. I mean, what's the mm. priority right now? I mean, right now it's almost Christmas. My priority is my kids, and it's awesome. And, you know, then, you know, when we were writing the book, kids were still a priority. But yeah. they, um, you know, they're, it's just the, the rules soften. How, have they changed the way that they think of you or interact with you, your, your kids, since they know that you both are published authors now? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I've heard my boys, overheard my boys kind of bragging about it. Um, yes. you know, like my mom, my, you know, my mom and dad have a book, right? It's a big right. deal. But <laughs> – to, you know, in person to us now, we're just we're just still mom and dad. Yes, you're still those people that limit their electronics time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're still those people. How? Yeah. So, nope, nope. Right. They're really great though. We're so lucky. You know, it's like they have such. You know, they they come home and they know like there's certain things that have to be done, and to, and then they and you know they do their homework before they get on their electronics. I mean, they're they're so great nice. kids. So. Um, yeah, it is so nice. Well, with all of these attendant responsibilities of just life and being a parent and, you know, being a wife, and did you find during either book that you had any kind of writer's block or had trouble writing at any time? Yeah, with my first book, especially with my first book, everything mm. was plugging along really nicely. And then it was like hitting a wall and I couldn't write oh. anything. And <laughs> I, I talked to my editor and she gave me some advice and, and she told me, you know, get in touch with Angela and Angela gave me great advice. And what I learned um, in my conversation with Angela is that I'm, here I am writing the chapter about fun and I wasn't oh. having any, right? Oh. I was in the morning and I was writing and I was researching and I was doing all this book stuff but everything else had kind of fallen by the wayside. And 
I needed to bring in more fun in order to be able to write the chapter about fun. And so I stepped very deliberately, stepped away from my computer, closed it, went downstairs, worked on some projects, got outside, played with the kids, really took a very conscious step away from the book. And Mm -hmm. then when I went back to the computer, there, there was no writer's block. I was just picked it right back up again. Interesting. So the way to get through writer's block for you was to stop trying to write. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. 100%. And it really had to do with um, turning off that go, go, go part of my brain, right? Yeah. The get it done sort of part of my brain and allow the other part, the more like creative, introspective, uh, just more joyful part to be able to have that beak bubble up to the surface. Mm. And I think that's so important too, because you know you allowed yourself to get back in touch with who you are, which is what you were writing the book about was for other people exactly. to help get back in touch with who they are. Right, right, very much so. Oh, that's that's amazing. You know. You've had a lot of like book writing experience now, and so I'm sure a lot of people look to you as an expert, and a lot of people listening um, will look to you as an expert. So what advice would you give to anyone listening who really believes that there's a book in their heart, but they just can't bring themselves to start it? My advice is to, to not do it alone, to find a mentor Find somebody who is doing what you want to do and then follow their advice. And <laughs> because that, for me, is what totally worked. I found somebody who had, a, a, how many? I mean, she had like 100 success stories when, or at right. least when I signed up to work with her. And, so I, and she had a proven strategy, a proven method she had, it was full service, right? It's like the editor's there, like proofreading's there, book cover design is there, publishing is there. Everything was under one umbrella. So what mm. I could do was focus on what I, what I knew, like what I wanted to do, which was writing, and allow her team and her process to be the wheels, right, that moved me forward on my uh, journey. Oh, and I like I, I, that. It, it, I don't think it would have ever happened any other way. I mean, I've been talking about it since I was a kid and I've been right. on my list every January for years, but yet something always is going to be in the way. You know, you're always going to be busy, right? You're always of course. There's never going to be like a beautiful, you know, window of time that's just going to open up for you to write. It's, it, there are no to, dull moments. <laughs> no, it's true. And so by committing to the process by committing to the program, it gave me the framework that I needed and the, and the motivation, the wheels to make it happen. Oh, that's so, I have chills listening to you talk about it. And I, I'm just <laughs> so thrilled that you found Angela and I'm so thrilled that you put your craft out into the world. Um, Anybody listening that wants to find yes wants to find Kathleen, you can find her. There are two websites 
thewellcraftedmom.com and happybabysigns.com. You can also find her on Facebook um, under either the Well Crafted Mom or Happy Baby Signs. Um, Kathleen, it has been such a pleasure. I feel like we could talk for hours. <laughs> I know, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, what I'm going to recommend is that you get back to your holiday crafting. I will get to um, crafting a holiday because I have not put together everything in my household yet. <laughs> and then let's get together in the new year and we can find out um, just how well-crafted we um, dealt with our holidays. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. So that we'll share pictures and stories on Sounds wonderful. Sounds wonderful. Thank you so much, Kathleen. And thank you listeners for listening in to another episode of Book Journeys Radio. See you next week. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com.